Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Today is Friday, April 26th. It's the first day for me to be back in the studio. I've been on the road for a month with my family. It feels so, so good to be back here. Thanks for listening and for all your encouragement while we've been out on the road. And uh, we're going to keep being out on the road, but uh, not for a month at a time. So that's good. Today is Meet My Friend Friday. And you guys know I love to have awesome mothers and fathers on here who want to speak to the culture and bring truth and grace. And today is no exception. My friend Kara Moss is on the show with me today. And we're going to talk about a new book she's got launching today called Abundant Motherhood. You guys are going to love it. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Right, so to let you guys know, if I can keep up with myself, I'm going to be at RVHEA tomorrow in Ottawa. So come on out. If you haven't, if you're not sure where that is, well, first of all, if you're anywhere near Ottawa, then you just need to come. I will link back to it in the show notes today. Jay and I actually flew into Syracuse and decided to drive across the border this time. And so looking forward to seeing a whole bunch of you. Um, after that, so next weekend on the 2nd of May, Jay and I will be speaking for Apple Pie Day at the Oregon capital of Salem. Really important. You guys know how I feel about this. Get off the bench. Get onto the battlefield. Uh, so exciting to see uh, a resurgence, really, of men and women who care about the culture and who want to follow the Lord Jesus, uh, engaging in the culture, particularly as it relates to the laws that are being passed uh, locally and nationally. So you guys have heard me talk about this before, but all politics is local, meaning it starts at home. And we know that that's definitely the truth with our families. So I want to encourage you, if you're anywhere near uh, the capital of Oregon, come on out for Apple Pie Day on the 2nd. And uh, I'm excited to be there. It's going to be a great opportunity for you guys to meet your legislators and uh, bring them a pie, for goodness sake. I mean, really, Apple Pie Day, uh, bring them. Bring them a pie. You heard Let Them Eat Cake. Well, this time it's uh, Let Them Eat Pie. All right, I'm excited to introduce Kara Moss to you today. Kara has a brand new book out. Today is actually her launch day. Woo, woo. So all the authors listening to this know how important launch day is. And I love... Kara's heart and her message. You guys are going to love her too. She's written a brand new book uh, called Abundant Motherhood. Kara Moss, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Been a long time listener and um, just always so encouraged by the truth that you bring to all of us. So thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Well, I'm glad that you're here. And I love what you've written about. You know, I care very deeply about mothers and the culture right now. And it sounds like you have a similar, a similar passion. But first, I kind of want people to know a little bit about you. So tell uh, listeners a little bit about you and your family. Yes, I live in a small town in Tennessee, Jefferson City. It's a little small. I know I right it. where that is. One Walmart town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep, so we love it. I uh, 
uh, grew up in uh, neighborhoods and now find myself living on 30 acres with my husband and daughters. And uh, he grew up country boy, farm loving fella. And he's doing the whole like a country boy can survive thing with you. Yeah, we got the garden. We'll be coming out soon and all that good stuff. So how old are your kids? Have two girls. My oldest daughter will be 12 this summer. It's just hard to believe. And mm-hmm. uh, my youngest just turned nine. So they are, right on. Um, as every mom will say, every child is different. And they are as opposite as you could imagine. <laughs> right. Right. That's just to keep you on your knees. Absolutely. Yes. There are yes. two ends of the spectrum there. So that keeps us um, on our toes for sure. That's awesome. And I always ask authors, you know, it. people do not just write books. You have to have a message on your heart, something that really motivates you to want to spend hours and evenings of what would normally be free time alone with your laptop. Why did you write uh, Abundant Motherhood? What's the, the overarching theme that you want moms to go away with? Yeah, I think um, the biggest motivation and passion in my heart for this is in our world today, I just feel like there's so much noise and there's so many opinions and there's so much um, resources, so many things right at our fingertips. And I know for myself and my journey of motherhood, um, I loved to ingest everything. I was reading all the books, listening to all the podcasts. Um, I was going to conferences and events and um, I just loved all of it so much, but I found myself almost um, trapped with so much information and Mm. so many good ideas that I began to feel this pressure pile on, you know, like this pressure of, well, I have to do it this way and I have to do it that way. And I have, what about this? What about that? There's all this out there. And I found myself in my own journey, just having to quiet the noise and to come to a place of at the end of the day, it is me and Jesus together raising these children um, that I have to have his, voice and his input and his life in me has to flow out of me. And, um, and in that came just seeing so many moms that I walk with and people all around just getting, I think, distracted by so many good things. Um, and I think that at the bottom of it all, my heart in this book is to say, you can do this mom thing with Jesus and that together we can raise these children um, that he has so blessed us with and that sometimes it just feels overwhelming, but that we can quiet things and come to a place of, um, I think, putting some priorities back where they belong at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I think I've seen this in the homeschool movement in particular. I know your book's not about homeschooling, but I think that is true of this generation of homeschoolers. So something I'm noticing, and Kara, I'd love to get your perspective on this since you're, since really this is a large part of what you're diving into in the book, is this overwhelmed feeling that moms have. Like we look around, we see Pinterest, we see all this other stuff. I see it really uh, starkly even more in the homeschool community than I do in any other sphere of influence for mothers. And I think partly because these moms go to, you know, they go to these awesome homeschool conferences, which I love, as you know. Yeah, absolutely. But I think instead of taking on our identity, we take on the identity of the mom behind the table or the mom at the curriculum booth or whatever. And we just go, oh my goodness, if my kid doesn't know Latin by the time they're four, then I fail, you know, I'm failing. Um, What do you say to the mom 
who to the homeschool mom, and we'll get back to just every other mom, but um, I have such a heart for homeschool moms. And I feel like this is something we can really set moms free from. Um, what do you say to that mom who she's getting to the end of the school year now and she's like, I'm done. I'm not going to do this again next year because I'm not enough or I didn't get enough or I'm failing or we didn't finish or whatever. Uh, talk to that mom for a minute. Uh, first of all, I would say don't quit. <laughs> don't throw in the towel. Um, there is so much out there, but what our kids need is us. Um, they need us investing in their lives more than they need to know Latin by fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and even in the abundance of material that is out there and at our fingertips, the Lord knows our children and He knows what they need. And if we will plug into Him and listen for what's on His heart for our children, we can um, we can give them what they need most. And we can hone in on what He is saying specifically for our children without having to turn um, to every new curriculum that's available and out there. And there's an, and mm-hmm. not to knock all the wonderful resources. I love them, but we can end up with our eyes and our sights so set on those things that we miss maybe the bigger picture of what God is wanting to say specifically to us for our child because we're giving so much weight to all the other voices. Yeah. And I think we forget, we forget, you know, Jesus said, take my yoke upon me and learn from me because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't think that homeschooling done under the the leadership and the guidance of the Holy Spirit or mothering done under the guidance of the Holy Spirit is going to run us over and leave us on the side of the road for dead. But sometimes our, our um, ideas uh, don't stack up to reality. I know that's something that you talk about in um, an abundant motherhood. So how did your ideas about motherhood compared <laughs> to the actual theme Reality that is of it. Yeah. the gig of motherhood. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I had a pretty um, dreamy idea of motherhood, uh, if you will. I think I grew up around children. Um, I'm the second born. We have four kids in our family. And um, as the big sister, I kind of helped raise my little siblings and was very nurturing and mothering early on. And um had this very dreamy idea of what motherhood would be like. And you imagine all the wonderful snuggles and reading books and playing and crafting and all the joys that motherhood brings. Um, And I think I was a little bit blindsided with, oh, there's a strong will in this child come to find Mm -hmm. out, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and so I think compare my dream, my dream um, of what motherhood was going to be versus what reality was became a little bit knocked me off my feet for a season. I remember very clearly one day I was um, hiding in the pantry as most yay, moms yay find, for hiding find in the themselves pantry. doing. Yes, I was hiding That's in right. the pantry. My three-year-old Did you find was the like, chocolate chips? Well, <laughs> you find the snack. It's a good place to hide because you have food. But I remember yes. standing there in the pantry holding the door shut with my three-year-old on the other side, pulling at it. And I had my phone in the other hand, calling my husband saying, you have to help. I don't know what to do with her. And so I think those were the moments that came as a shock. Like, okay, we got a lot of work to do here. (laughs) Yes, right. Yeah, it's not the the things we imagined and the days we have planned don't always go quite um, like we expect. Yeah, it's true. And you at some point, we have to reconcile that. Right to, and I think sometimes, uh, and I've had this conversation with my daughter, you know, just this idea that motherhood is hard and that doesn't mean that it's bad. And this idea that we got to sing, you know, stand around and sing kumbaya and talk about what a hot mess we are. I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of weary of it because I feel like the Lord calls us to a place of abundance. Jesus said, you know, I, I came not so that you would just have life, but that you'd have abundant life. And yet in the same breath, he said, but hey, caveat, in this world, you're gonna have trouble, <laughs> right? And I think you can have abundant life and abundant motherhood in the midst of all this in stuff. It's what, of it, yes. it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what God has for you. The word, um, the word abundant means having plenty. And um, one of the things in writing this book, I kept thinking about how many times in my life I have said, I am not enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't know enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough, whatever it is that in that moment, I thought if I had enough of this, I would be a great mom. And Mm -hmm. and the word abundant meaning having plenty. And it was this revelation and this process in my own heart of going, it's having plenty of the right thing. And when Mm -hmm. we know that we have plenty of Christ, that we can kind of change the dialogue, it goes from I'm not enough to he is enough. And Mm. because he is enough, therefore, I can be who I'm called to be as the mother of these children and that my plenty um, comes through Christ. And and we kind of change the dialogue that that internal dialogue we have with ourselves as moms, we kind of can change that dialogue to knowing that we are enough in him and that him in us is enough. And I think sometimes we we struggle with what that looks like. It's sort of it can take on this sort of Christianese sound, you know, like he's he's enough. And so the mom who's listening to that right now who's going, what are you even talking about? Like you say that he's enough, but my baby just spit up at me for the 14th time this morning and my teenager just glared at me and I'm not done with homeschooling and I have no idea what I'm making for dinner and he's enough. Thank you. I appreciate that. What I mean, can you can you um walk that out? Just step it back a little bit because I know I can, I think I know what you're saying, but I know that there's going to be people who are listening who are like, what? Uh, what does that look like practically? When when we say, when I say, and you say, let the Lord be enough. What does that look like? I think it looks like in those moments where you want to pull your hair out because the day is falling apart. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It looks like taking that deep breath and pausing for a moment and. Um, for me, it often looks like a whispered prayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. It looks like turning to the word. Um, it looks like I'm going to take five minutes and um, get into the word in this very moment where I feel like everything's going to fall apart um, and realize it's not falling apart and it's going to be okay. It looks like throwing on the worship music and cranking it up loud. And it looks mm, like... I'm a huge fan of that. Yeah, yeah it's like it, hitting it changes the atmosphere. It changes where you're, what you're focusing on. And so practically, it looks like just little things in the moment where when everything else is crashing and burning, you find an anchor um, and you anchor yourself in that. And it's and and, and that comes through Christ. That's, that's the only place we're going to be anchored truthfully and and rooted and grounded. And so I think it's it's in those little things. Yeah. And it's coming back to, I love that you're talking about that anchor because I think it's so important for moms, especially, and dads too. I mean, I know there are a lot of men who listen to this podcast, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, to, uh, to uh, exclude you guys today, but I do think that there's a you know, moms who are home with their little ones all day long. And we sometimes lose sight of the fact that God is in the little things. And those, um, that anchor to me over these 27 years of raising, you know, all of my children, 
that anchor has really been found in hitting like a reset button, like going, whoa, look at this. So this is not working today. All these things I'm trying is it's not working. The crock pot didn't get plugged in. My teenager's mouthing off to me, whatever. Sometimes I'll hit the reset button and it just, I love what you said, put on the praise music and just say, no, kids, we're done today. We're not going to, we're not, I'm not going to keep striving and trying to pursue this thing. I'm going to instead pursue my relationship with you and my relationship with the Lord and then say, Lord, show me how much, how do you, how do you see me in this moment? And I think you've done a really good job of, of doing that. So if you had, um, I know that there's a section in your book that's devoted to practical application, which is kind mm-hmm. of why I put you mm-hmm. on the spot. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that people, I think it's easy for Christians uh, particularly Christian moms who've been in this uh, walking with the Lord a long time to use lingo that other people are like, what, you know, what do you mean? And I love that you have an entire section of uh, abundant motherhood that's devoted really to teaching these moms how to put the things that you're teaching them to practice. So what is a mom who really needs to understand that practical side of it? What's she going to find in that particular section of the book? Yeah, in that chapter, um, I talk about some sanity savers for moms who are having one of those crash and burn days or moments. And um, there's some three three main things there for me have been my go-tos. And um, one of them is to reach out and find community and that you have some people in your life that you can go to. For my sister, I can send her a text. I use three certain emojis and right away she'll text me back like, you got this. I'm for you. I'm with you. Um, And it's changing up the scenery. Like sometimes, like you said, you just got to push pause on the day and do something else. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, right. (laughs) You just got to change it up. Um, Yeah, right. It's okay to say, well, this isn't working. (laughs) Yeah. And then there's also several practical... um, Things to do for your kids. If you find yourself hitting an issue with your child over and over again, it's the same thing over and over. Um, It's some ideas to do. It's um, scripture suggestions and activities and things that you can do with your children in your home to even maybe change your approach, change, change, change it up a little bit, change how you're addressing this particular situation with your kid. Yeah. It's so good. And I think for moms who are listening, you know, any seasoned mom knows that what worked last week might not work this exactly. week. Exactly. You know? And it's, it's okay to say, we're gonna we're gonna hit the reset button and we're gonna try yeah. something different. And I love yeah. that you're uh, encouraging moms to do that. Where can listeners find more information about you? I know I'm gonna tell them how to get your book in just a second, but where yeah, can they awesome. find more about you? Yeah, uh, Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Kara Moss or on Instagram, Kara V Moss and um, website, karamoss.com. Would love to get to know people better and chat and visit. And um, I just love encouraging moms and just saying, you got this, you can do it. Um, well, we need more we need cheerleaders out there. We do. Yep. Yeah. And I love that you said, hey, find community. And I'm with Tom Moms, you know, um, I mean, I know you can find Kara on Facebook, but Kara probably doesn't live in your neighborhood. Get offline and get out into community. I think so much of these moms were hurting because we're not out there. We're not doing community. We're not doing life together uh, anymore. So I appreciate that. For those of you who want information about uh, Kara's book, I will link back to it in the show notes today. You can find it, her book, Abundant Motherhood Releases Today. So what a privilege for us to have you on here for your launch day, Kara. I wish you the very best. I hope everybody listening gets a copy of your book. Thank you so much. It's a delight to chat with you and um, just appreciate you having me. 
You're very welcome. I look forward to seeing what the Lord does with you in the years to come. I have a feeling it's going to be really good stuff. So everybody, for more information about Kara, please check it out, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. If you scroll down, you'll notice that we just started uh, transcribing this podcast. So it should be real easy for you to find the notes and also find the links to her book. And if you've got any questions for me that you'd like addressed furthering this conversation or any other thing, please shoot us an email, podcast at thebusymom.com. I want to remind you guys, I'm going to be in Ottawa for the RVHEA convention tomorrow and the next week on the 2nd of May. That's a Thursday. I will be at uh, Ocean Network in Salem, Oregon for Apple Pie Day. Come on out and uh, let's get off the bench and onto the battlefield together. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. And I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. Mm-hmm.